0: Hello, and welcome to the Greenfield Baptist Sermons Podcast. Thank you for joining us this week for Palm Sunday and the start of Holy Week. Also, please check the show notes for additional content related to this week's sermon. If you have any needs or concerns, please call the church, as the office is still open during this time of social distancing. Thanks for listening. This morning's focus passage is on Luke chapter 19, 29 through 40. Let's read. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. And as he approached Bethpage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you. And as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here, and if anyone asks you, why are you untying it, say, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as they had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As they went along, people spread their cloaks along the road. When they came near the place where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully praising God in loud voice for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, Jesus replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for a chance to be together and to gather, uh, even if through the screen. Thank you, Lord, that you have allowed us the technology that helps us to uh, meet together, even though we can't meet face to face. Lord, we thank you for your love and your care over us. We thank you for your scriptures that remind us of this man, Jesus, coming and the parade that would bring him in. And Lord, how difficult and challenging the week would be. We ask, Lord, that you would comfort us in this difficult time. Encourage us as we move forward. Strengthen us, Lord, to do your work. And Lord, help us to see. The good that you have brought to us in your name we pray. amen. So this week we enter what the church has called Holy Week, and uh, for most churches around the world, uh, this would be a week a very uh, a very active week with very many things going on. Monday Thursday, Good Friday services, uh, a lot of uh, busyness uh, in the church this week. Um, and as you know, today uh, we won't be doing that, but today would mark uh, our Palm Sunday. And normally I would be standing here and there would be crowds of people with palms in their hands and they would be uh, waving them back and forth. And that would be a reminder of, of that day, that, that time when Jesus rode in um, and they grabbed palms and they, and they cried out. It was an exciting time. Now, I have to tell you that, at this moment, there's really no one in the sanctuary, except Brentley and I, and I don't even have a flat Kenny. I thought about building a flat Kenny and putting in there and cardboard, I thought that would be funny, but um, the reality is there's, there is no one and we aren't able to be together uh, today. And yet, we can celebrate together. Um, it's a bit eerie in here, actually because there's no feedback. I don't have many eyes to look at. And, uh, you know, in the world we're living in today, that's uh, feeling kind of normal, but unnerving. Um, For those of you who like routine, uh, it's getting a bit scary. I know it feels weird to be alone, and I want to encourage you that uh, in these times, Uh, That God has still uh, come alongside of us and still loves us and still desires to be with us. I can't help but think that this is a special moment in in our lives. One that most of us, if not all of us, have never experienced before. A moment where God has quieted the things around us. And we have been forced to sit in a place with a lot of time on our hands. And so this week, this Holy Week, I would encourage you that um, there will be on the screen at some point uh, some readings for you to think about and to read out of Scripture. Uh, There's an Old Testament reading, a reading from Psalms, a New Testament reading, and a reading from the Gospels. And I would encourage you that when that comes up on the screen to to quickly take a picture with your camera on your phone or get a chance to write those down. Um, But I want to encourage you to be in Scripture this week. And I say it's uh, a new time. It's a new time in that we have so much time on our hands because we're stuck at home. Uh, This is a great time to get close with God. To strengthen that spiritual walk that maybe has been lagging because we've been so busy. Uh, Maybe this is a good chance for us to focus on what's really important. Uh, uh, so as we uh, enter Holy Week, may that be something that uh, God puts on your heart to do. So we've been working through this journey of stones, and we're one week from being uh, to the goal, to Resurrection Sunday, and so uh, as we have worked through these journey of stones, we have spent a lot of time, my stones are somewhere, they're around uh, over here, um, but there have been, we have grabbed stones and we have looked to, to find something, uh, a symbol to help us focus on some things that we want to change. And every passage of the week we have talked about uh, different passages where stones show up in the scripture. And uh, today is no different. So uh, the f- stones that we're looking at today uh, are ones that might cry out, as the scripture says. The scripture at the end, we're going to kind of go backwards. The scripture says, if they don't cry out in celebration, the stones will. So a couple areas that I'd like to, spiritual areas I'd like you to think about addressing this morning is, am I listening to the go that God is putting before me? Am I allowing the weight of the world to overtake me? Am I focusing on God's goodness? Am I finding ways to celebrate this Holy Week? The first thing that comes to my mind in this scripture is uh, just to set the stage a bit. As they're walking or preparing to go in, they find this cult that God says, Jesus says, hey, go get this cult. There's actually a parade going on. That's what's going on in this this picture there's going there's cheering and excitement and they're laying uh, coats down and palms and they're cheering uh, like a parade would be Uh, but before that happens Jesus says to his disciples listen I need you to do me a favor I need you to go get this colt and when I want you to go get this colt it hasn't been ridden before it's tied in a certain spot and I love that he says and if you run into the owners, and the owners are there and they ask you what you're doing, just tell them the Lord needs it. Um, I don't know about you, but that, that is interesting and a bit funny to me. You know, God gives them uh, a situation and a plan, and he lays it all out in front of them. And I can't help but think about in my own life, when God is speaking to me, am I listening when he says, go?
1: All too often,
0: I think I get too busy, and we get get so busy uh, doing our normal things that we forget when God speaks into our lives to listen. So uh, I want to encourage you that in this time, that when God is speaking to you now, and you have that quiet time to sit and talk and uh, to spend some time with him, uh, to ask him, where you are to go. Now our go is going to look a bit different in this day and age. Our go is going to maybe not be physically going, but maybe rather calling on the phone, or sending a card, or finding a way to encourage someone in our neighborhood. See, we have a hope in Jesus. And that makes a difference in our life. We have a hope that makes a difference in today and eternity. And I don't know about you, but the people I'm running into these days are terrified. They're, they're worried about what's going on and what's going to happen. And are we going to be okay? And are we going to be safe? And I want you to think about how God has uh, given you a story. A story uh, that you can share a story of hope. There's a, uh, There are stories in your life where God has delivered you from the struggles of your life. Maybe it has been uh, a bad relationship. Maybe it has been drugs and alcohol. Maybe it has been a wayward child or your wayward self. God has put those stories in your life, not for uh, something, uh, it doesn't matter, but rather, more importantly, for something to share with someone else. I can't help but thinking, think of uh, marriages that are in a rough spot, and when God works in your life and makes changes in that, that you don't want to share that, right? One of the things that we do is we share that. Hey, I'm different than I was before. God has changed me and has worked in my life and in my marriage. And that's what God puts these stories in our lives for. And don't be afraid to share those. I want to encourage you to do a couple things: to pray about someone to share that with, uh, pray for a name or a face, uh, pray for someone who who you might uh, who might need to hear that. Uh, sometimes when we pray those things, we say, "Well, that's not the person I'm thinking who needs to hear this." I would encourage you to pray a little more and then step out in faith. If you have the face of someone who comes to church and you don't know their name, maybe they sit next to you or behind you, in front of you, uh, or you see them in the hall, give me a call because we will figure out who it is and we'll try to get you the information. So even if you don't know their name, we can help you to find out their name. I want to encourage you to keep reaching out. Keep stepping out. It's going to look different. It's going to be uh, challenging in some ways, but it's okay. The key is to allow God to continue to work in your life. Matthew uh, eighteen or 28, 18 through 20 says, go and make disciples. Go and make disciples. We as believers in Christ are encouraged, challenged, reminded to continue to make disciples other disciples but you have to focus on the hearing of the go the second thing is uh, that God uh, focus on God's provisions did you notice that God had a colt all set up tied up ready to go it wasn't that the disciples had to go run around and get enough money to figure it out Or that they had to go find a colt that hadn't been ridden. God set up the the provisions. He said, it's there. It's out in front of you. Go get it. I like that part of the story. And I recognize in my own life, and I I bet if you're willing to recognize in your own life, that that God puts those things in front of you. That he puts those things out there, and he provides what you need. That doesn't mean he's going to provide all the extra but he provides what you need i don't know uh, this week i was out uh, walking around my yard and uh, i was just amazed by all the new flowers the new growth there's a a bunch of uh, little uh, crocus flowers that are coming up beautiful purple flowers and uh, i saw them a couple weeks ago just popping up but i stopped to take a, a better look at them and as I looked at them, I don't know if you know, but they have a nice little green and white striped uh, blade of it looks like grass that comes up with them, and the daffodils are beginning to bloom. Uh, God continues to provide for those things in our life. He is a good and mighty and powerful God, and the scriptures remind us is that if He provides um, those things. Uh, and the beauty for those flowers, how much more will he provide for you and I? To further uh, encourage you to reach out, I want you to, to grab your directory and this week sometime, in the next, uh, next couple weeks. Grab your directory and find a name you really don't know. Find someone in that directory you're like, I'm not sure if I know who this person is. And I dare you to call them. I dare you to call them and say, hey, this is who I am. I go to Greenfield Baptist Church, and your name is in the directory, and I just wanted to talk. I'd be willing to bet that it's going to be a pretty interesting uh, discussion. You might get a chance to share your testimony. You might get a chance to share who you are and who they are. You might find out uh, a whole lot more than you ever realized. Verses uh, thirty-seven through forty remind me to focus on celebrating God's goodness. As God, is, as Jesus is riding this colt through town, they are they are yelling out, "Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord." Say that with me. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. They're excited. They're excited about. Uh, What's going on in this parade and they're ushering in what they think is the king. He is the king, but maybe not in the way they see the king. Uh, and we know that it, this, the scene turns pretty dark in a couple days. But at this moment and in the Gospel of Matthew, they say, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. They're excited. There's cheering. It's a It's a parade. Of excitement, they're celebrating, and they're making such a ruckus that the the uh, that the Pharisees can't handle it. They've had enough. The leaders are tired of the noise that's going on. They've been dealing with this Jesus character long enough, and they're like, "Tell your disciples to stop. Stop celebrating. Stop finding the good in this world." And Jesus says, "If they stop, the stones will cry out." That's where our stones come in today. If they stop, if we stop celebrating who Jesus is in our life, the stones will cry out in celebration. That's pretty interesting. It'd be pretty interesting to hear stones cry out because we didn't do our part. I want to encourage you this week to reach out to those maybe one or two this week and find a way to gather in the name of the Lord. I think this might be a great way to do it, uh, but there are other ways as well. Scripture says, "For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am among them. Here's a couple ideas that might help encourage you this week. If you get a chance, read those passages for Holy Week, and then call a family member, call a friend, do a, uh, a Zoom or a, a Facebook Live, do something to get together, two or three of you, and talk about the scripture. If you have a family with kids, maybe we go outside and we sit down and we read the scripture together. Or a piece of that scripture. And we ask our kids, what does that mean? And we begin to talk about it. We don't have to prepare an hour lesson. We don't have to have all the answers. But rather we get together and we look into God's word. And then at the end of that, I encourage you... uh, to walk around and spend some time at looking and looking at God's goodness. On the screen, you might see uh, this uh, a to-do list or a list with numbers, and I want I want to encourage you to put a piece of paper in your Bible, and every day for the next month, since we're not going to be together for the next month, every day spend just a few moments looking for God's goodness in your life. I don't know what it looks like, but I know you do. And I'm going to ask you to put that paper in your Bible. And when you open your scriptures every day, write one thing that God has been good to you. And I'm going to ask you to keep that paper. You're going to need that paper. I'll just leave it at that. You're going to need that paper. So every day you write, you get a piece of paper and you write on there, God was good to me and the dates, and this is how he was good. Because there's a lot of negative going on in the world. And yet, God says to uh, these people are crying out, Hosanna, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. And if you find a stone this week, I pray that it reminds you to celebrate how God has been good to you in this difficult time. I don't know if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, but today, this week, uh, is a powerful moment to begin to, to uh, start that relationship. If you don't have a relationship, if you've never even uh, maybe thought about that, maybe this is the first time you've watched the, uh, the YouTube channel or, or heard the gospel, it's, it's really pretty simple. It's understanding that, hey, we are sinners. We are people who have failed morally uh, in one way or another. And we all have. We all have sin. We all struggle um, with different sins. And the, there are none of us who are uh, clean or free from that. We needed a savior. That savior was Jesus. Jesus came to this earth. A perfect man. Lived our lives. Became a man, a human just like us. Lived 30 plus years on this earth. Did not sin. Took it to the cross. Um, Crucified on what would be this Friday. What we call Good Friday. Um, Crucified. Buried in the the grave. And rose again in, in the third day. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, I'd love to talk to you. I'm sure there are people on the other end who would love to talk to you, uh, spend some time together, and and encourage you in the faith that way. It's important for you to understand in these uh, difficult times that there is hope, that there is uh, hope in eternity. These may be difficult times, but we still have hope. We can find joy in a risen Savior, that's where we're headed. We're headed there next Sunday. Uh, we're going we're gonna to celebrate that in some ways. So let's pray. Lord God, thank you for today. Thank you for your scripture. I think about this passage, Lord, we've heard it and um, thought about it many times. This beautiful parade that uh, what Jesus would ride this colt on. This excitement that was going on all around him. And a mere four days later, Lord, they would turn on him. Given the chance to free him, they would cry out, crucify him. What a tumultuous week it would be. Lord, we're reminded that in the scripture in Matthew where Jesus is in Gethsemane he realizes that the end is near. And as he realizes the end is near, the humanness comes out in him and he says, he explains that he's not that excited about going through this. And yet he says that if it is your will, then that's what I want to do. And Lord, we're reminded that through that difficult time, he continued to walk the path that would have him beaten and scourged and, Lord, carry his cross to be crucified the next day. Shamed like a lamb sent to slaughter. And that shame he took upon himself was for each of us. Lord, the end of the week, Friday was rough, but Sunday is coming. Lord, we thank you for your love of us, your care over us, your faithfulness to us. May we be good servants and followers of you who dig deep to share that love. That Lord, when we're told to go and whatever that looks like, we respond. That, Lord, we recognize that you have given us the provisions in our life uh, to do those things. And that even in the dark times, there is good. And you want good for us. In your name we pray. Amen.